If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is a big thrill for me to have the world-renowned, famous Kelly Baker on my show. If you've seen any famous person in L.A. and even Maren Morris in Nashville, Tennessee, but everyone from every single Kardashian to Zendaya to Ariana Grande to B.B. Rexa to the list goes on and on. Everyone who is completely fabulous and gorgeous uses you for their brows. What a lane you've created for yourself. To be, first off, to be the the go-to girl for the Kardashians, I mean, you have to be the best in the world if they have chosen you. How did you get into being the brow master? Because you are you're it. You actually gave me chills. It's weird. I, I don't know. I don't usually really think about it that much, but... Um, yeah, it's actually pretty cool, to be honest, not gonna lie, going to all these people's houses and, you know, it's, it is really cool. Um, I've been doing celebrities since day one, just being in the, you know, I I would say the right, right place at the right time, but also, I, you know, I don't like to say luck at all, working hard and, and being determined. you know, I never really uh, watched a whole lot of reality ra- reality TV. Of course, I knew who um, the Kardashians were. Um, but, you know, other than that, uh, didn't watch their show. And, you know, but I still said, I said one day I'm going to do a Kardashian. Like, I had you goals, and my goals are celebrities. So you're a man yeah. of 100%. Yep. 
you know, it's sad because a lot of people, I actually don't even know, I don't even know who some of them are before I go to do them. Uh, even in the younger generation of TikTok, had no clue who Addison Ray was. I, I, I don't even, I know this is going to be horrible because you're from Nashville, but I didn't even know who Maren Morris was. Yeah, the queen. She's the queen bee. I know. She's like the it girl. I, I know. And she's effing awesome. And after, because I don't really listen to country music, so why would I know, you know? And I don't, TV is different. Like, back in the day, I would watch MTV and watch music videos, so then, of course, I would know who she is. But you don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? I've heard her name, but I don't know, like, who she is or what she's saying. And then, you know, of course, I looked her up, and then, you know, I'm not starstruck because I don't know her. You know, um, and then now I listen to her all the time and I'm like, she's so good, you know, and there was a guy, a guy that I knew who like, I mean, there's country music so popular. I grew up listening to like old school country. My dad had a ranch and we had horses, but it was different, you know, and now it's so like mainstream. And this guy was like, I told him, I'm like, I'm going to go do this girl, Maren Morris. He's like, you bitch. Ah! And I was like, I don't even know who she is, but whatever, you know, not mad at it. I'm, I'm happy. So, so it's how, cool. how did you get in with the Kardashians? Because that to me is like, that is the holy grail of beauty. Like if you want to have the best makeup, the best hair, the best brow, the best lips, the best clothes, the best bodies, the best la the best lavish, amazing, ex like beautiful, uh, just top of the top lifestyle. That is the Kardashians. So how did you get in with them? And please tell me as much as you can about what it's like walking into their houses, because I would love to know. So through her makeup artist, uh, Patrick Toth, um, who's amazing. And I had been doing Patrick's brows for a while. Who was first? You cut out just a little bit. Who did you meet first? I saw Courtney was my first Kardashian. Okay. And it's probably been at least four years, to be honest, which is even crazier. Um, but Patrick Ta, who's a, a huge makeup artist, um, I met him when he moved to LA. You know, obviously because of social media and Instagram, you see people's work. I invited him him in. And he was like, hey, can you come do Courtney? You know, and I think a lot of times that I get referrals from makeup artists because they know, and it's changed a little bit because now brows have become so popular. A lot of the makeup artists can kind of fill them in now, right? So that kind of sucks, but they still can't shape them like I can shape them. Like that's my talent, you know what I mean? So uh, Patrick asked me to come do her brows to, so, you know, they were easier for him to fill in. Um, and that was it. So I did Courtney first, and then I started doing Chloe. And then I did Kim once, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go do Kim Kardashian. This is crazy. Um, but the first time I actually had met Kim was to do Chloe. Um, and, of course, they make you send, sign NDAs and all of these things, and they said, are you cool with being on the show? And I was like, sure, whatever. <laughs> And uh, I met Kim because I was going to go do Chloe's, Chloe's brows at Kim's house. So I only met Kim because I was going to do Chloe. And then I did Kim. Uh, it was two, I want to say it was two years ago for Halloween. 
And I usually won't post someone if I have only done them like once. I want to be like, I'm weird like that. I want to know that I'm their person. You know what I mean? So uh, it was when she was Selena. Um, it was a year. It was two years ago. I remember she was Selena and a couple. I don't. I, I want to say. Uh, who was it? I know Cordy was Michael Jackson and she was maybe Madonna. I don't remember who she was with her, but they always do cool, fun costumes together. And then I hadn't seen her in over a year. And I was like, damn, I only got to do it once, you know? And then they called me back. And then I do Kim all the time. Uh, I remember last year for Christmas, her assistant asking me what shoe size I was. And I was like, I'm an eight and a half. Why? <laughs> They're so nice. They get you gifts. Like she gave me Yeezys. I about died. Uh, Courtney has given me Christmas gifts. Chloe's given me Christmas gifts. Um, I don't really, I think the, you know, Kylie was the, the, the last one to the group. Um, and she actually lives the closest to me, which is awesome. I can get there in no time. And her house is just stunning, like to die, like you can't even. Um, but one of my favorites, I mean, I all love, I love all of them, but I love Scott. Uh, Scott's, Scott's, Scott's the shit. He's the best. He's just fucking cool. He's like, hey, Kelly, how you doing? And one day I'd come over. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I have some kind of like just cool, natural connection with him. You know, and like he feels like he, and maybe he's like that with everybody. I don't know. But uh, his view of his backyard is just amazing. And I was like, oh my God, Scott. And I think because I talked to him like a, a normal person, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, that this, the view right now and your pool and the, and the sun is, I just, it's so pretty. He's like, I haven't shown it to you before. And I go, no. He's like, come here let me show you around. And I'm like, I fucking love you. Like, he's just cool. You know, he's just fun. So it's nice to be in that environment where like, you know, originally I was scared, obviously, to yeah, work on them. As in, in, in most people, I'm always nervous. Um, but they're nice. They're nice people. You know, they work hard and they bust their asses. And they are who they are for a reason. You know, and it's actually inspiring to me, and I I feel privileged to be able to tell people these things. And if anyone ever says anything negative, I'm the first one that will stick up for them, which is funny. I'm like, no, mm -mm, you can't say that about Kim. You can't say that about Chloe because you don't know. You guys are just making shit up. You know, I I I don't know their whole life, obviously, but I know what I see, and they're good people, and they do give back, and they're kind so you know let them do whatever they want you know well and that's a, that's a, i totally agree i mean they wake up and go to work every day and they're producing something that the at world, 5 a.m you said what at 5 a.m yeah it's like people are like oh they don't do anything they're just the kardashians who just like are paid to be themselves or whatever no. but honestly they're waking up. They're creating content. They're selling products that they love and believe in. They're sharing their lives. They're sharing tips. They're sharing adventures. They're giving us entertainment. And they're 
it's a lot of energy to document all that and put all that out and to stay in such great shape. Oh my God. I mean, to stay so beautiful and in such great shape when you have all these kids, that is so hard. I can't even do it with one. You know, it's cool. Yeah, no, totally. And obviously they have help, but they still do it. You yeah, know what they I mean? do the work. And, and they're complimentary. Like, I mean, I think what, no, I don't know if it was the last time or the time before I saw Kim, I left and I was like, I just love her. Like, she's just so nice. And she, she like, made me feel good about myself, you know, and not on purpose. She wasn't trying to, like, say anything on purpose to make me feel good. I'm like, I just like her, you know? And I remember actually one of the first times I did go, um, it was on set, and it was, I'm, you know, obviously not going to say who was around, but it was a different group of people, and it was on set, and, uh, I felt super uncomfortable and it was one of the first times that I was in that situation with with different makeup artists and hairstylists and set people and I felt like shit and they made me feel really and it's you know I can't say it was anyone's fault per se but um, I left crying and was like I don't know if I want to do this you know and I and I remember calling my best friend one of my best friends, and she was like, Kelly, you said you wanted to do celebrities, so you need to think about that. And, you know, it wasn't them, you know, it was other people that were around them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's never been like that ever since, you know, and I also too had to toughen up and realize yeah. like, I don't care what that person or that person thinks of me because Chloe's booking me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I may be the new girl in your clique, but I'm here. And so. I was invited to this I was invited to this this table. I was invited to this to this setting. So yeah. I, it's intimidating. Is, it's, it's intimidating. Well, Kelly, Kelly, you're playing in the biggest leagues you can play in. I mean, that's super intimidating. Obviously you have super. the talent and the skill set to be in those rooms with those clients, but that doesn't mean that it's not so intimidating because not only are they just a yeah. person that you want to do a great job on, they're a person that the whole world sees. They're a person that the whole world yeah. is judging every single thing they do, including your eyebrows, you know? And so it's like... You- Luckily, we only hear positive things about that, thank that's, God. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But I mean, like, what pressure yeah. for everyone yeah. involved because it... Yeah. I'm not saying every one of your clients don't matter, but that matters on such a huge level because it's so global, you know? Yeah, it truly is global. And it, it is, it, I mean, you don't get much higher than the Kardashians on the totem pole of celebrity, you know, <laughs> Tr- truly. And I've done, you know, and I still get new people every day and it's just, it's just cool. And I'm in the experiences, I'm around so many different things that people aren't exposed to. You know, and like even, you know, Kardashians, like, you know, people can say what they want, but the stuff that you see on TV is real and it's super sad. And there's moments where I like feel for a specific sister and have been there around Chloe or whoever, and I'm a mom and you're a woman and you're like, and, and, and I, again, I don't watch the show, but you hear, you see things, or I've actually been around when things have happened and you're just like, it's just crazy, you know? And like, it's not, it's not for TV. It's real life that's being captured on film in the moment, 
you know? Well, that's what I think has happened with the Kardashians is because so many reality shows when they're getting going, you you know, everything's kind of staged and everything's sort of figured out. What are you going to film? What are you going to do? I think now with the Kardashian, it, Kardashians, it feels like they've been going for it's so just long. Life. They just let it roll. I mean, I'm sure yep. they have some structure to what they film, but they just let the whole sure. thing roll. And they are willing to share every part yeah. of them. I mean, that is a lot to share yeah. all of that. To put yeah. all of that out there and just have everyone know everything. I mean, it's a lot. It also it also gives me respect for them too as a family and how tight knit they are. And it's really cool to see because I mean they really are sisters. They really are family. You know what I mean? It's not this fake group. Like they do everything together. And I'm like, I wish I had that. You know, not just the Kardashian part of it, but just like a brother and a sister and my mom close by to where we could do all these things together. It's really cool that they are blessed to have that even lifestyle, you know? And that they and all the freaking kids, my God, there's a million of them. That they figured out a way. They're to so hands-on. Empire That's together. so crazy. Yeah, and they're building it yeah. together as a family, which is amazing. And who does yeah. that? And they've all risen. Like, usually I feel like with famous families or whatever, it's always like uh, – there's always some problem or someone with all the females in the Kardashian crew who have all, they've all risen to the top in there. And even, um, Rob, like he created a sock company and all of that. And like, you know, they've all in, uh, Scott in his own way. Like he's found his way in. The I'm currently ordering right before I got on with you, I was ordering online some talentless stuff for Christmas. Like, yeah. yeah, no, they've all got something, you know? They've all figured out yeah, a way to sure. find their own success within their group success, which is really phenomenal, honestly. So I want to know, what have totally. you learned from being in the inner clique with all of these celebrities, like I mentioned, from the Kardashians to Zendaya to Cardi B to, I mean, obviously, like, you're going into these homes with these people. They're letting you into their intimate moments. You're seeing their life unfiltered. You're part of making them into the celebrity that we see on TV. You're part of that transformation. So you see them in the raw, real form. What have you learned about these top-of-the-top -top celebrities in these intimate moments in, in their homes? What have you learned about them as people and just, like, what we think about celebrities versus what it really is? I mean, I, I, I know just firsthand everyone whose house that I've gone to or wherever it is that I'm doing them, they're always literally in the mix of working. I mean, it's 24-7, you know, and if we think we got a lot going on, it's multiplied by 100, you know, so that again, too, is inspiring because, you know, like, I mean, even Cardi for like the Met Gala or whatever, or wherever I've gone to do her. And I don't even do her anymore. I actually passed her by choice to someone else because her makeup artist wanted um, her to get her brows laminated. And I was like, I don't do that. So I was like, okay, who am I going to send? You know, and happily I've sent uh, another person down to her and he gets doing it her now and I'm okay with that you know what I mean like it's he and and now he's getting articles and cool things written about him and you know what so be it I don't need to do Cardi forever 
-hmm. I did Cardi for the Met Gala, and I was the first one to do Cardi brows. I'm happy with that. The Met Gala alone? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, what that's, that? like, fucking the coolest thing ever, you know? Like, to be able to... The Met Gala, or how do you prepare Cardi B for the Met Gala? Like, what it was? It was probably it was one of the coolest experiences. Um, I got booked. They booked me. They kind of kind of gave me an idea of the concept, not really like, but they freaked me out because they were telling me that like her everything's going to be covered. So I don't know. It was the one where she was wearing the red, so she had just her face out, right? So I didn't see pictures. But they were, like, talking about her eyes and, like, all of these things. And I'm thinking, am I going to have to, like, special effects, draw on brows? Like, what are we doing? Like, you're freaking me out. And I'm like, you got this. Don't psych yourself out, you know? Because you're, you're scared, you know? And this is everyone in the world is going to see this. It's, it's huge. And they actually flew me to New York to be there to do, to do it. Wow. So I'm in her room with her manicurist and her hair people and her friends and her stylist and, you know, the whole shebang and, you know, with Cardi and, and it was just such a crazy experience to like, you know, they put, I can't help myself, but if I have an opinion and I think it's beneficial to someone, I'm going to probably speak on it, which, you know, maybe sometimes you shouldn't. Um, but there were certain things that like, it, I can see that are like, as she was putting her headpiece on or different things, I'm like, this piece needs to be fixed. Like, I can't help but be like, is this going to show? Cause this part's not attached to here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just Joe Schmo. No one knows me. You know what I mean? But it's something like, there's always like something, a little piece that you don't realize like, Oh shit, how are we going to fix that? We didn't realize that didn't connect. Mm -hmm. Right. Or one time with even Chris Jenner, like I, w I was doing Cordy's brows and, and Chris came in and I think they were doing actually their, it's, it's funny to think about this because I laugh at myself at the things that I say, because so Chris walks in, we're on set. It's either on set for a shoot or at their house or something. And she comes in with one of her outfits on. And she's like, what do you think, Court? What do you think about this outfit? And it was for their cover of their Kardashian year, like, you know, promo that's going to be on TV. And she's like, that looks good, you know. And uh, I, I don't remember what it was. I think it was like a silk suit or something. And I was like, it looks great. Like, I wanted to share my opinion. She looks great, you know. And I'm like, it looks great that, like, that – blazer or whatever it was I was like it looks really good on you and she you know kind of looked at me like cool thanks you know and I'm like is that okay you know and then she walked out and she came in with her second outfit on she's like what do you think about this one and she looked at me from like and what do you think and I was like you look amazing and I was like she liked that mm -hmm. you know what I mean so you just kind of never know like you know like I again I feel like that was beneficial. I'm trying to say, you look great in that. That one's it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not going to talk about your personal life and then give an opinion on any of that stuff, but, like, I want you to look good, too. Yes. You know? Yes, you're here so for the it's, looking it's, good process. And even when, like, when they were doing Cardi, you know, so they that whole thing went over her head. And I had already waxed her brows, filled in her brows. They were all perfect. And now they're putting an effing headpiece over her head and then they're going to take it back off because now they have to sew it once it's on to see if it fits 
And I'm like, oh my God. So I was literally there with them for probably eight hours, which I've never done, right? I'm in the whole process of it. And I go, once it's on, I'm going to need to redo her brows because you've just smushed them three times and now her makeup's getting done and the thing's rubbed, like it's so tight to her face. Like I'm staying, you know, I'm staying till the girl leaves out the door and is on her way to the red carpet. You know, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm paid for. So, you know, it was super cool. It was really, 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 really cool to watch all of it. So what it like when you're, when you're okay. in those intimate moments like that, like, okay, so we see Cardi B in all the pictures at the Met. We see all the articles and, you know, the news flashes and all that. You see the eight-hour process to get her ready for that. You see the personalities coming out in stress situations where you have to figure things out on the fly, where things have to be perfect, but now you have all these moving pieces that you put together and things shift and you have to readjust. And it's such a creative process with so much stake, you know, so much at stake because it matters yeah. so much. So what is it like to be in that, to be in like, ha be in the middle of the arena and just in it? Like, do you, how, what does your brain do? What do you go to? To be honest, I'm used to it. Like, it's normal for me as it's normal for them. Like, owning a salon, I'm putting out a fire every single day. The computer lines are down, the internet's down, the, the something's not working, the so-and-so is sick. Like, it is a constant figure-out situation. What are we going to do with this? And there's always something to do with it. You just have to say what you're doing. So I, I'm used to it. I'm used to the crazy hours. Obviously, there's are even more. I'm exhausted when I do a tour and I do a show and I teach a class. So I, I feel for them, if anything. You know, I'm like, these people, they must be, I don't know. I remember one time asking Chloe, like, how do you, like, travel to another country and then come back and start over? Like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired, you know? And like, and I think you just um, become, you acclimate to your lifestyle. And like, if you're a new person who has not been in that atmosphere, you will 100% be freaked out mm -hmm. and like, oh shit, like scared. You know, there's a lot go that goes on. My best friend's mom is a publicist. And this is one of the funniest stories. We just talked about it the other day. She represents men. Uh, one of her best friends is Dan Aykroyd. Uh, she represented Jeremy Renner, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Josh Hartnett, like all all cool men, right? And when we were, and I went to uh, junior high school with her, and she's still my best friend. So, and her mom's always been a fabulous um, publicist, right? So, one of my first jobs was working at her office, and I got freaked out, and I quit in one day. One day, I lasted one day. I'm like, I'm out of here. It's too much. And it was, it, well, I just, I answered the phone. I mean, I was just a receptionist and an actor called and I had no idea who he was. I didn't know how to pronounce his name. He said it three times and I still didn't know who it was. And he's like, get Sue on the phone. And I'm like, I'm out of here. Like, you gotta definitely be ready to be in that environment for sure. You yes. know? Yes, yes, yeah. Because it's a... Like you said, um, 
on one of the sets you were on, you when you when you got your feelings hurt and you wanted to like didn't know if you were made for it. You do have to like just have that skin, that thick skin, and like yeah. realize that you have the talent that you're meant to be there and know the process because. It's a lot. I mean, I, I feel you on that. I've definitely done a lot of, like, not on any kind of level like the Kardashians, but been with a lot of country music celebrities, worked with a lot of country music celebrities, done a lot of reality TV in the Nashville world, and it's, like, it's such a fast-paced life, and it's so many moving pieces, and you really can't take a lot of stuff personal because people are just on, have so yeah. much to do, you know? But it's hard not to take stuff yeah. personal, too. It's totally hard not to take stuff personal, too. Like, I remember one time being on set with I won't say who and them talking about a hairstyle that they didn't like. And I was like, that's my hairstyle today. You know what I mean? And obviously it wasn't them talking about me, but I was like, how rude. You know <laughs> like, what I mean? I have this hair on my head right now. That is what you just explained. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> hello, like, I, it's just like saying I hate the color red when the person next to you is head to toe red, like, and I'm like, I can't, I, you know, I was obviously bothered, like, ew, uh, now I just laugh at it, but, like, they're not talking about me, but still, you still think, like, it's insulting, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. but it is what it is, it just, again, it's not about them talking about hair it's about me doing my job and and going so so what are tips that you would tell a young entrepreneur who has big dreams like you did how you said you wanted to do celebrities you wanted to do a Kardashian you had these goals and you built it from the ground up what would you tell someone who has these same dreams as you but has no idea how to get going like what are the key steps to making your dream into reality in your opinion um it really is i mean i think with anything that you can think of if it's a musician if it's a basketball player if it's makeup if it's being a celebrity what do you do you practice you dribble the ball you get a ball you practice and play with the ball you play with your friends everything is teaching you to grow right celebrity take pictures try acting, try auditioning, go to acting classes. Like every piece of all of those things are taking you to the next step. And you don't know who you're going to meet on the way, but there's someone you're going to meet on the way and something you're going to learn at acting class or when you're dribbling or meet a coach or whatever that's going to take you to the next place. But you got to just trust the process and know I am working towards something and I don't know where it's going but I'm going with it and it's going to be there, you know, because I don't, well, I, I never plan on doing eyebrows. Like, what did you plan on doing? What did you makeup. plan on doing? Makeup. So you plan on doing makeup and then you became the yeah. eyebrow expert. Yeah. Yeah. How did you become the eyebrow expert? Like, how did that happen from the starting with makeup? To doing I went to beauty school for makeup twice. I did everything makeup. Um, well, I met a guy named Damone Roberts who was in my beauty school. My second time I went to beauty school because I went back to get my license uh, thinking that I could do makeup in Beverly Hills in some fancy salon. But at the time, you had to have a license uh, to do makeup, right, in a salon. And he was there. 
and he was already doing brows. This is now almost 20 years ago. And I was like, who is this guy? This shit's crazy. My eyebrows are so messed up. You know, like, what is this? And I wasn't focused on him. I, I was focused on getting out of school. And he saw me hustling, doing everything that I could to get out of school faster. So remember, no matter what you're doing, people are watching you. That's Whether it's so walking your, when you're walking your dog, when you're parking your car, are you being polite to people? How are you acting? You know what I mean? So, I mean, even in my own salon, like, I know I'm being watched. And sometimes I, I, I pretend in my head that people don't know who I am in the sense of all the people there that come in. I can't assume that they all know that it's my shop because there's different stylists, right? right? So sometimes I just want to just, like, sneak in and, like, go in the kitchen real quick. But I also have to know that, hey, they might be looking at you, and, and if you don't make eye contact, they're going to think you're a bitch. You know what I mean? So it, it's all a part of it. And so Damone just saw how I worked and saw how I hustled and was like, you know, if we had to practice leg waxing or whatever, I was the first one to do it to get the extra points. And, he, and they were like, who are you going to take when you open a salon? And he was already basically – you know, they call him the brow king. He, he had, he had done Madonna, wow. you know, he was it. Yeah. And he was like, I want to take Kelly. And I was like, so, and I was like, okay, it's super quiet, but I also put myself out there. And I feel like even today, a lot of young people um, are very entitled and don't understand what hard work is and what it takes to get places. And they expect things. I parked his car. But I offered to park his car. Do you know what I mean? Like, let me grab that for you. Let me help you. Let me help decorate your salon. That part needs to be fixed better. We could make this look good. Let me help you with this. Do you know what I mean? So he would come to me because he knew I was the one that was there to help him. Mm -hmm. You know? And you got to be the one that stands out that's going to be like, hey, Kelly come here and and then when he would ask me to do his brows you know I'd be like oh shit <laughs> I was scared and I would be like I have to go to the bathroom or I have to I would like disappear because I, I, I would I wanted to do everything else but when it came down to actually doing the brows I was freaked the f out you know he's like do my brows I'm like I don't want to but I couldn't tell him that you know what I mean so did you finally just I, do them finally did you just do them one day and then you started like perfecting it well, no, he taught me from the get-go. He was about to open his first salon. So he had, you know, he didn't have a staff, and I was his first girl. So I went at that point. He's like, I want you to come work for me and come train with me. And I went and sat next to him in his brow chair all day, every day. And I watched him, and I'd, make, and I'd go with him to lunch, and I'd set up his station. And I, but, like... That's the thing too, like all of those little things help and matter and are going to help you get further up food chain. You know what I mean? Not if you just sit there and watch it and let Damone do all the work. Do something. Help me. Help me help you. You know what I mean? It's like Jerry Maguire. Help me help you. You know, you know what, Kelly? That's so <coughs> true. I feel like that's such valuable advice that you said because 
as a young person starting out and you see someone like you and you're like, oh my God, I want to be like Kelly. How do I do that? But really, it's a series of tiny, small steps that are moving you forward along the way. You're following your intuition. Yeah. You're following open doors. You're following opportunities. And then when you get those opportunities, you're freaking coming in hardcore and you're figuring out everything you can do to maximize that opportunity, which involves working hard and showing up early and staying late and like figuring out what's yeah. needed and being that person. I mean, that's really the ticket. And then people realize you have talent. They realize that you're enjoyable to work with. They realize that you're disciplined and dedicated and all those things play a huge role into momentum. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, you just don't end up where you end up by a fluke, but yet you could have never planned this because there's so many little magical things that have to happen. Like you went back to beauty school for the second time. You know, it's like, why'd you go back for the second time? That second time is what led you to working with Damone, you know? And it's like, you just can't plan. Those I, I, think with, I think with anything though, like, I mean, I think that we all have a journey and a path that we don't know where it's going to take us and you can have a plan and we can have goals and write those things down and, and have, you know, an idea of what we want to do. But obviously there's things that happen along the way that change. People die. You get divorced. You might get cancer or whatever. And, and they're horrible things. So it might take you to a different place. And that's okay. And, and that new place might have been the place you're supposed to be all along. So you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I believe in manifesting. I believe in working hard. I believe in going for it. Uh, my mom and I would not necessarily go back and forth, but my mom, what would my mom say? Like I would, my mom would always be like, no, don't do it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. Right. And it might take me five years to convince her, but I will convince her. And once I convince her, she's on it 150%. Where, like, she keeps talking about it. I'm like, okay, shut up already, you know? But, like, I would say things like, I feel like things are, you know, happen for a reason, right? Which is hard because then why do people get sick? Why do people die? Why do people get in accidents? You can't. Why are we say a that. worldwide But you also have to. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. But also, too, like, if it, it's not just things happen for a reason, you also have to make things happen and you can't just think it's going to show up in your, in your lap and, and magically appear there. You have to work for those things. And, and, and again, looking online and researching, you know, beauty schools, so I decided to go to beauty school. I didn't want to go to beauty school and I just decided to go. And that's where I met Damone. You know what I mean? And the first time I went, I went, just to get out of the house, just and my friend suggested it, like you should go to beauty school, and I was like, beauty school. I, I had I don't know how I'd never thought of that idea, but clearly that's where I'm supposed to go, you know. So mm -hmm. you know, even the other day, my son, you know, he's 14 and he has a couple years left and of high school, and um, his I asked his friend who's like a total, you know good grades and they were in the car and uh I said do you know where you want to go after after school like do you have a plan and he's like no I'm not sure and my son was like I have no idea where I'm gonna go when I graduate 
I said, sweetheart, you don't have to go anywhere. He's like, well, I thought I have to like leave. And I go, no, you, I, you do not have to leave. You can live here till you're 25. You can live here for however long you want. That's up to you. And you don't have to have a plan. Like you can have an idea. You can start thinking of the things that you like, but most people have no idea what they're going to do. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Because you're going to figure it out. But for some reason, he thought in his head at 18, you leave. And I'm like, it's kind of more of an old school mentality, right? I left at 17 just to get the F out of the house. Like, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Get me out. Because I had no freedom. My parents were strict. Like, I didn't get to do shit growing up as a kid. I could play in my neighborhood. But, like, I didn't go to a party. I didn't go to football games. None of it. So, so you were ready I, that to was fly my, the coop. I was ready. I was ready to fly. Yeah, for sure. And and, and but I always was. And I think it's funny because my best friend always says like you're not motivated by money. And I think to a certain extent that's true. Like I'm not going to do something just for the money. But if I am in that situation, I'm going to figure out how. Like let's say we have a we had to do an event, right? And I was like, well, while we're there. Let's do privates, let's do trainings, let's do a class, let's do this and let's do this and let's bring our products. I'm gonna hustle and I'm while gonna make there. money at that event while I'm there. Mm, that's a good, yeah. good point you make right there. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day, but let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. So, oh, that's a great point. So, like, you 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 get you have an opportunity to come your way, and then you look at it from every different angle, and you're like, how can I maximize every different every different aspect of this opportunity? So, you have quite a large Instagram yeah. following as well. How have you built that Instagram following, and how have you used Instagram to your advantage for your business? I mean, it, I feel like it's like there's definitely something going on in the sense of like how is how are the biggest celebrities saying my name and I haven't even gone up a thousand. Do you know what I mean? Whatever, but it's still high and it's still a good place. Um, but Instagram is just such an important tool because it's worldwide, right? So I can connect with someone. Right now, I currently have a girl in the Bahamas who keeps messaging me. And she's sending me pictures of brows. She's sending me pictures of videos. So, you know, hey, I want to go to the Bahamas. Maybe we'll go and do a class there. That's how it starts. You know what I mean? So I'm already, like, not necessarily her, but, like, we've gone to Australia. We've gone to Denmark. We've gone to the Middle East. Um, the Middle East one was the coolest. Only in the sense of, like, it's almost a fairy tale of, like, I used to always say, like, one day I just want to be flown somewhere to do brows, right? And now it's happening, right? But that one was literally just to go do their brows. Like, wow. yeah. And then we turned in, and then we found out that they owned a salon in the Middle East. And we were like, ching, there we go. We're selling you products. You need a carrier line. Let's, let's do this. You know what I mean? So, like, there's just so many ways to expand and grow whatever your business is, you know? It, there, you just have to think about it. Like how they're really, truly, I mean, the Middle East one was just like, I cried in the taxi on our way home. Like, do you, I, and I take my best friend, my other best friend who works with me full time to all of these things. And in the taxi on the way home, I'm like, do you even know like what we just experienced? Like we just were put up in the Ritz hotel. I've never even been to the Ritz. Like, I'm from L.A. They're everywhere. I've been to one to walk in. But they put us there in our own private suite with our own man-made beach and pool and let us eat for free in the entire hotel. Like, this shit's crazy. How did we, like, we did this, you know? And whatever your dream is. I mean, it, I used to think, too, like... I wish I could be a makeup artist in the sense of traveling with the Kardashians to all the cool places that they go. But I can't do that because I have a son. You know what I mean? That's not, it's not doable for my lifestyle and, and, and my current situation. You know what I mean? But I can still go for a week for a class. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's cool. But again, I mean, I was like one day, one day, one day. And it might have been 13 years later, but it still happened. You know, when did you realize that you were so, living, 
when did you realize that you were living your one day dream? Like when did you wake up and you're like, what I was hoping for all along, I'm actually living. I can't tell you that. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I mean, we, you know, there's been so many cool things. I, I think that one was definitely one. When we travel, those, those are really cool. Like, Natalie is my best friend who runs the business with me, and I'm like, we're in Denmark. We just drove to Sweden. We're on the beach where there's naked men jumping in the water like a movie. We're in Australia holding koala bears. We're flying first class. We're in the first class lounge. We're like just crazy shit. Like this shit's crazy, you know? Like, or the Met Gala, like, or being flown for the weekend. I got flown for the weekend to New York to do someone's brows. I did brows in the house that the movie Big, that, where Tom Hanks, like, grows up in. Not the, 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 the flat where he's, like, the kid as an adult with the piano and all the cool shit. I did brows. I'm like, I feel like this place looks familiar. And they're like, oh, it's from the movie Big. I'm like, this is crazy. You know, like that I can turn brows into a business where, you know, everyone has eyebrows. I could be doing your husband too. You know, I, I do men also, you know what I mean? And another, I think you just have to put yourself out there and, and really the most important is talking to people and connecting with people. Um, one of my favorite stories also too is Game of Thrones. Never watched the show. Didn't know anything about it. Didn't have H. I don't think I had HBO. And I had a client who came in, and I always ask everyone questions. I'd if you came in, I'd say, "What? What do you do? Where do you live?" You know. Even right now, I said, "Where do you live?" You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just part of what I ask. And I don't care who it is. It could be the guy at the grocery store, or whatever. I'm always talking to somebody. You know. And um, the lady said she worked for HBO. She said she booked uh, makeup artists for red carpet events. And I was yeah, like, okay. ching, ching. <laughs> Hello. <That's me>. Hello. <laughs> exactly. So I have no fear in putting myself out there. And I said, well, I do makeup. So if you ever need anybody, let me know. And that was it. And she called me and booked me. And I got to do three seasons of Game of Thrones red carpet events for Kit Harrington and all of them having no idea who any of them were. Wow. Whatsoever. Yeah. That's so cool. That was such so, a great show. Man, what a life, Kelly. Well, I watched it after. And then were you kind of like, I watched it after. I can't believe. It's probably better you didn't know how big of a deal it was. You know, I think the funny part was, so the guy who plays Sam, right, who's John's, like, right hand, he was one of the, like, there was a, like, you, you'd get different actors, right? And I was with Sam, and I think it was the second, second, like, year I had been with them. And, and, and mind you, I'm only doing red carpet. I'm not with them when they're filming the show, right? So I only see him for, like, two weeks or something, and that's it. Just to make him look good on red carpet. And I, so stupid. I go, hey, Sam, can I ask you a question? And he goes, yeah. I go, what does winter's coming mean? And he was like, do you watch my show? And I go, no. 
I said, I don't have HBO. And he was like, oh my God, I cannot even believe, you know? And he's like, he was dying. He was literally dying. And I was like, I didn't know that winter was coming was like, I just kept hearing it. You know, winter is coming. It's like the thing. It's like the thing. Yeah. So, So, Kelly, you have done all of these amazing people. You've gone all over the world. You've experienced the world. You've experienced the, the, the elite lifestyles of the world every, in all different walks of life. What is, what is a common denominator about humanity on that level that relates to all, like, I feel like so many people who don't coexist with like celebrities or who aren't celebrities think that celebrities are in this whole other stratosphere and they're totally different. And yes, they have like huge lives on a very large spectrum, but what have you realized is a common thread with all of these people who are living these amazing lifestyles that relates to regular humans? Well, that they're human and that they have feelings and that they're no different than us other than more people know who they are. You know what I mean? And it is a lot of pressure and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress and they have so much on their plates to keep their reputation and to look good, not physically, but like, are you a good person? Did you fuck up somehow? Did, 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 you know what I mean? Like there's so much pressure. Like I remember one time getting a bad Yelp review and being sad. And I was like, I couldn't even imagine being a celebrity and getting bad things written about me. I'm mortified. I have one bad Yelp review. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're people, you know? And a lot of times like you work so hard for something and then you have so many people coming at you from so many different directions and you just, you know, I think it's important. Obviously there's so many different people out there and everyone's personality is different, but you know, I think I've been, Blessed in the sense of everyone I've, I feel like that I've worked with has been nice, thank God. Um, but my motto is also that as well. So hopefully that's what I'm attracting. But even if someone wasn't, I just won't go back. I won't work with them again or I won't book them. You know, mm-hmm. we had an experience where we had uh, someone, again, uh, an unnamed person uh, book us and I wasn't available. So I sent someone who worked for me. And they had my stylist sitting for like two hours in a hotel lobby. And then she was a total bitch to her when she went in to do her. And I was like, we're not doing her again. It's not okay. Not worth it. And they had messaged me multiple times after saying, hey, can you come? And I was like, no, sorry, we're not available. Like, I don't care how rich you are. You don't get to be an asshole, you Mm -hmm. know? But I think at the end of the day, it's like all of these people have worked really hard. Like when I went to go do Ariana, the last time I saw her, I mean, you know, everyone is working. They're all working. They're working for something, you know, and they're always singing. If it's a mu- musician, they're singing. I'm walking in and they're singing. The other day I was with BB and she's singing her song that's on the radio. I'm like, this shit's cool, you know? I walk in and Ariana's singing. I'm like, look at my new music video. Like, everyone is working. But you have to remember that they are people and you have to respect them for you know what they do but also just to give them their space and know that just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean that they think they're better than you or nor do they owe you anything either Mm. you know Mm. um Mm. you know 
Because people, like, yeah. I, I've heard stories, like, I just watched last night, and I don't watch any sports whatsoever, so now I'm quarantined, so I'm like, what am I watching? And I watched the Michael Jordan, um, The Last Dance docuseries of, like, eight episodes. And I've heard in the past, I don't know if it was Kobe or Jordan or whatever celebrity that they're mean, right? And I'm like, listen... Sometimes you don't want someone up your ass asking for an autograph. Like, maybe he's having a bad day. You can't say he's an asshole for that one time. Right. You don't know what is going on in everyone's life. And that's the same with thing with me. Like, one time I had a bad Yelp review and was like, she's not as nice in person as she is, as she appears on her Instagram. I'm like, that's some bullshit. Like, maybe I had gas. Jesus, leave me alone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you can't, you can't hold just everyone to a perfect is... standard because we're humans. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I think that's it. You know, I think that's also one thing I try to tell my girls in the salon because it's a salon and you can there can be drama and gossip and all these things and you know this is I think is one of the most important. Just because so and so is in a shit ass mood and you can tell. Don't be mean to her back. Let her be grumpy in her own little circle. Maybe say, hey, how are you? Would you like a coffee? Maybe extend an arm rather than fuel it by being an asshole back to her. Damn, that's you know some I mean? wisdom right there. That is some maturity right there. It's, it ha you have to. So Because you don't know what that person is upset about. But so many grown adults don't act like that. Like, it's like a reacting thing. Like, you know, you're, you see someone in there in a bitchy mood, and so you just want to be bitchy back to them. But, like, that doesn't do any good. That just makes that, that vibe bigger. And who wants a bigger bitchy vibe? It's the worst. The worst. And I, I mean, unfortunately, that's something I've experienced the most, owning a salon and having the rotating door of girls in and out, quitting and coming and firing and hating and fucking being crazy like it i mean you know i can't i think also too i i'm just from that i i just can't take it personal anymore which of course i still do to some extent but it, it's hard to separate you know the people that you work with from your life and not take it personal but be a boss and be a leader and teach them and be strong but tell them to be to be in charge and you know, we, I have a lot of responsibility, you know, and it's to make sure that they're great, but to make sure that they listen and to make sure they don't mess up. And if they mess up, it's okay. And tell them how to do it another way. It's like, but you lot. have to shift into this mind perspective of not getting in on the, on the fuzz and you can't join in on the riffraff. You have to stay above it, which is hard sometimes, but like, I'm sure, it's hard. I, I'm sure after all these years of being in business, like you realize it's just not worth it to go down to that low vibration. Like you really, it wastes a lot of your energy in the long run. So it's so much better to stay at the high vibration that you're talking about, but it's just hard to do that sometimes. So good for you for being oh. so aware of it. <laughs> But it's also really hard, though, too, when you have that negative person or that bad energy around you and you're trying to do those things and they just suck you in. It sucks you Cutting dry. the cord and cutting that tie is super hard. I mean, there came a point where, I mean, I've had a handful of rough 
scenarios in the salon, you know, and we ended up firing two girls hated each other. We fired one, the other one quit the one that quit. We should have fired also. And we didn't, and they were toxic. And, you know, I tried to continually make it better and fix it and it never worked. And at some point you have to realize it's just not working and that's okay. And I, I, I didn't even realize till after they were both gone that I left my own salon because I couldn't take it anymore. And once they were gone, I was like, it was them. Mm. And I didn't even know it, you know? So like, it's hard to realize when you're in the, in that space at that time, like you have toxic things going on and trying to make everything work and have clients coming and how am I going to replace them? And like, sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to do it. You just got to go. You got to trust your instincts. Yeah. But you know, salon life, salon life is, is, it's his own thing. <laughs> right now we have a, a great team and they're all good. And I feel like we have a nice clean slate. You know, if you leave one toxic person around, they're going to, spread that cancer to the other one. So we have a whole new group for the most part. My, my one that's been around, she's always been good, but you know, it's just hard. It's hard to be a mentor, uh, you know, um, a, a boss, a friend, positive, tough, you know, all of the things yet also still, I, I, I I'm still, I still have house calls. I have my son. I have a product line. I have a website. I have my social media. Um, I get texts all day, 24-7. I have all of the girls at the salon who might have a problem or a personal issue. Like, it doesn't ever end. And you have to learn how to juggle it. And, and, and sometimes, you know, like, re more recently than ever, I'm like, I'm, I'm done for the weekend. Do you guys get the weekend off? Guess what? So do I. <laughs> Good for you. Good for I, you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have to, you, you know? have to, you, that having that and, uh, mental, you have to have time to like mentally recharge and have self care. Like I, I, people talk about self care all the time, but like it is so crucial. Like you really do have to make time to let your brain have a break and yourself have a break. I had a migraine. I don't know if it was last week. It was almost all of last week. And I was like, Oh my God, it was a COVID. Oh my God. You know, like, and my friend who was a doctor, I was texting him. I'm like, I have had a migraine, like my eyeballs. And he's like, Kelly, you just need to turn off. I'm like, I feel like I have, like, I'm like, should I get tested? He's like, can you breathe? And I'm like, my breathing's fine. Like I just, and he was like, you need to take the time to go away for the weekend to get a massage. And I feel like I'm pretty good at that in general. You know what I mean? But there's still a shit that happens and you can't physically control the things that come out of your body. Mm -hmm. you, you get migraines, you might get a cyst, you might get a twitch. There's things that you'll get sick because there's so much going on and you have to realize like, okay, it's time to turn off. My body is literally screaming at me right now. Yeah. I've had plenty of those. Yeah. But so I'll, I'll wrap up. I know you probably have so many things to do and I'm so grateful for your time. But one thing I do want to talk about before we end is because I'm a new mom and you are a mom and you've been a single mom during this whole time build. I don't know if it's the whole time building your business. How do you find that balance? Because being a whole mom, time. Okay. whole time, 
Okay, so you've been a single mom the full time you've had this huge successful business. How do you find that balance? Because I, right now my daughter's one and like it is overwhelming for me to figure out the work mom balance sometimes. And sometimes I feel like I'm, all the time I feel like I'm just hot mess express, but like I'm doing it all, I'm getting it done, but it's sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in, it's insanity. So how do you juggle all of that while raising a son on your own? I mean, honestly, at the stage that you're at right now, you'll probably be feeling like hot mess express for a while because <laughs> you're at the young part and it's hard. It's hard to be a mom, you know, and it's hard to be a mom that doesn't doesn't have a job, even though mom is a job full time. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to be a mom that is doing what you're doing. So just just give yourself some credit. And be nice to yourself and know you're doing the best that you can. But also you can try to, like, you can try to have a schedule. You can try to do specific things. So now, like, I pretty much DoorDash every meal, right? So when we have dinner come, that's the only time I see my son right now because right now he's 14. He doesn't care to hang out with mom. So when dinner comes, I put my phone down because it's still dinging and ringing and I could look online and be on, in, on Instagram I only get that 20 maybe minutes of some personal time with him. So just make sure that you're making the personal time with her, whether it's bath time or breakfast or, you know, your lunch break where you're taking her, just whatever. And it doesn't have to be anything specific, you know, but it, but it probably is easier if you do pick a routine. If let's say your husband does the morning or you do the morning and he does the night and you have a, a specific time where, from two to four, I'm going to get two solid hours in of work, focused by myself, not worrying about it, mm -hmm. you know? That's and then good we'll advice. do dinner together. And when she's at sleep, when she's asleep, maybe I'll do an hour. But after that hour, I'm going to put my phone down because now I'm going to be with my husband. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, that's really good advice, Kelly. Actually, like, thinking about it in a little bit of a structured way so that you're not just kind of like, throwing it's just not like confetti in the air at all times <laughs> and I think as a woman we try to do it all all the time yeah we try to do everything so maybe and, and men I feel like you know if you give them direction right I've learned right and I'm learning you know so you know without making them even realize they're giving them direction you know where it benefits both of them like babe how about we start, like, maybe this week, you wake up when your daughter wakes up, or I wake up when she wakes up, I'll be with her till 11, or till breakfast time, and then maybe you want to work out for an hour, be like, I'm, and then while we're doing breakfast, I'm going to go work, I, I don't know what, it, you know what I'm saying, like, yes. just try to, like, figure out a method that works for you, that works for him, that you get to get your work done, you have your baby in there, and it's not always going to go that way. Sometimes, you know, you are still going to be on your phone and you have something you need to figure out right now and that's okay. But just try to make some kind of little routine, you know, just to, just even if it's bath time, daddy gets bath time. Guess what, yep. dad? Daddy gets bath time. Mom's going to walk on the treadmill or vice versa, you know? Yes. Or d dinner. You guys are all together for dinner. That's great advice. More dividing and conquering instead of just doing it all at once, all the time. Like, yeah. 
figure. And honestly, that's good yeah. because then you get more like the time with your daughter is more uh, intentional. That's you know because it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Kelly, where's your it's book? Hard. I mean, getting a book. Where's it? When's it coming I, out? Yeah, right. Um, I mean, and it's hard too because it, like it sucks because. Like I said earlier, when we before we started filming, like my son's fourteen, he has no interest in me whatsoever. So when we're at dinner, I I start asking questions, and I can feel him being like, "Can you not ask me questions?" So I'm also just trying to sit there, but I also want to learn about him and make sure he's okay. And is anything wrong? Are there any girls going problems or boy problems or bullying or are you okay in school? Like I don't know, you know, and like. He's just the kid that doesn't say a whole lot. And I just have to pray and hope that it's the age. And, but even last night, so he walked in and I, uh, for some reason I was on a whole Kobe and, and, and Jordan thing yesterday. And he walked in and he saw, he was like, is this from the Kobe Memorial? And I was like, yeah, cause I had never watched it. And I was like, I'm going to watch it. And, uh, you know, he then, came in the dog is usually laying with me but when he goes to bed he takes the dog with him and he came in he came back to give me a hug and I was like oh you came back for me like thank you you know so like which he which usually I'm like please you know he won't hang out with me he won't come in here you know so like it's important to try to you know, I, I'll even joke with him. Like, if anyone says anything to you, I'm going to fuck them up, which <laughs> I'm actually not going to. But I'm going to say that so he feels protected. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, like, new world. And I want him to know that he can say anything. And if he needs something, you can tell me. If you need help, I got you. It's okay to ask for help. I've always asked for help. He is the opposite. He's not an ask for help kind of kid. Which, which is hard for me because I'm trying to help, you know. Um, but you just, you know, you just, you figure out your kid and you figure out, you have a, a little girl. A girl named Sunny, yeah. You, you figure out Sunny's personality and you figure out what works for Sunny. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you adjust to her for the most part. Obviously, there's certain things you have to do, but Travis hated going to dinner, hated like they're like doesn't like loud things so we didn't and and people will be like just make them do it he'll get used to it and you know what every time we did it it was torture and then i was finally like i'm done listening to you people you are not here and he hates and he's crying so do what's best for you and your husband and your little child and they're not in your house you know so if you want Sunny to lay in your bed every night, then you let Sunny lay in your bed every night. Is that going to make her grow up to be a horrible person? Absolutely not. I love that, Kelly. I so, love that mentality. And I think that that is such the way to live. And it gives you so much more freedom and and just, like, confidence to, like, live the way you want to live and take the time to figure out what works for you what works for your family, where you can have your career and find the balance that works for you. Not what everyone else says. Yeah, it's true because it's your life. Yeah. You want to eat pancakes every day? Eat fucking pancakes, man. Like, shut up. 
You know, <laughs> everyone's always going to have an opinion, right? Like if, if you're not dying and have diabetes and leave me alone, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kelly, okay. I will wrap me. I swear you've got to go. I know. But how did you finally get to this like no give a fuck mentality? Because that is the way to live when you finally can get there, but you give a fuck about what matters in your life, about your family, your career, your your life, your little bubble of life. Like you care, but like, how do you, how did you finally stop pushing everyone else out? You know, I mean, trust me, people still get in and, 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 and are in my headspace that shouldn't be there. But I think, I mean, I'm also 42. I've lived a lot. I've experienced a lot. I've gone through a lot of crazy scenarios in my life and all of all of those things have molded me to be the way I am and be the way, you know, everything that I do is from that. But like, it's all core values at the end of the day, which is being a nice person, helping others, working hard, being responsible. You know what I mean? And if you know that you are doing those things, then the other people that aren't and are in your way can kiss your ass. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid, my, my dad was tough and worked really hard, you know, and growing up, we all want the approval of our parents and like, you know, he was sick and passed away. But before that, even I had to accept him for who he was. And you know what? It is what he is and he's gonna die. And do I need to have a sit down conversation and go over the shit that was fucked up in life? No. I love you. You love me. I want you to die peacefully. And I think it's really hard for people to accept people for who they are and learn that that is not me. I may have lived that ex life and been in that experience and done things differently, but now I have the choice to do them differently for myself and for my kid. You and know? you don't have to sit around true. and carry all of the burden of feeling like if someone didn't live up to the expectations that you wanted them to live up to or if they didn't do things the way that you feel like they should have been done because they only had a certain awareness at that point in their life or whatever their life was only lended them to be able to provide a lifestyle a certain way. Like maybe they just didn't have the ability to – even go beyond what they could give you, but what they gave you was the best they could. So why, like you said, why sit around and analyze it and break it apart and tear it to pieces? I think it, it, at the end of the day, it's a natural thing for us to do. We pick apart every single piece of it, right? Yeah. That's and why right. and the what and the right. if I did it like this and that's what we do. But like, you just have to know, like, it's just going to work out. Whether that person's around or not, you just got to, do what works for you and your kid and your job and whatever. I recently, I want you to go watch um, Hillbilly Elegy. Have you seen it yet? No, but I should write this down. Hillbilly Elegy? So Hillbilly okay. Elegy. It's a new movie on Netflix. Um, it was just on the top 10, like, okay. uh, new shows. And it's a true story. And... Um, it's about it's about a kid who grew up in a effed up hillbilly town and his mom was a drug addict and alcoholic and his grandparents were crazy and 
you know, it shows his whole life. And he ended up going to, I don't know if it was Harvard or what, and making this movie about his life and is successful. And it shows him going back into time to what he grew up in. And that's the perfect example of what I've learned personally. Like our parents have done the best that they can from what they know from it's generational. It's, it's this generation. We have so many more opportunities to give things to our kids, to change things from the past race, you know, loving everyone. Like my son is half, his dad is from Mexico and my friend made a comment about, you know, when he applies to college, he should fill out the Mexican box. This, the, right and he goes why and 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 i was like it's just the world is so different you know what i mean like it's it's amazing and cool that he does not know obviously he needs to learn right and and he has plenty of time to learn because he's still young this was a couple years ago but he sees everyone as the same how cool is that? Whereas, yeah, whereas where we grew up, our parents were taught a certain thing, which was spread down to us, which we spread down or we try to change, right? But I feel at the end of the day, our parents did the best they could. You know, if they were raised in a house with certain beliefs, that's what their parents and, and their grandparents taught them. So you don't have to agree with it and you hope that you can maybe change that. But if you can't, you have to accept it and know that I'm going to change that for my future and my kids and whoever else is next, you know? Kelly, so, you are wise. That is some serious <laughs> wisdom. No, I just... But it feels so basic and simple and like everyone should know this and live by this because it makes your life so much more enjoyable. If you can go through the life your life and accept that, like exactly what you said about our parents and what they were raised with and how they, you know, and just realize that, okay, here I am in my life with my circumstances. So what am I going to do? And then not sit around and have to analyze and worry about what everyone else did because here you are. So right. you do you. Yeah. It's true. You know, that's awesome. Kelly, you're amazing. You're amazing. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. I wrap up all my interviews with one question, which is leave your light. What do you want everyone to know? About me or just everything? It's just anything. What do you, about you and everything? That it's all going to be okay. You know, stay strong, stay tough in the sense of like, you know, you're going to get through it. Um, but we all go through death and we all go through hard times and breakups and, you know, losing businesses, but we're going to be okay. Hell yeah. With a heart. With a heart. So everyone follow Kelly Baker. Your Instagram handle is at Kelly Baker Browse. Kelly Baker Browse is Kelly with an E K E L L E Y Baker Browse. Yep. And get your brow yep. kit because your brow kit is amazing. And I think it's, I always feel like it's such a gift when the top of the top, create products. So the fact that you've created a brow yeah. is really awesome because it's everything that everyone needs. So get the Kelly Baker brow, brow kit and have perfect Kardashian brows. They're actually on sale too. They're on sale till January. Hell yeah. Yay. Well, way to crush it. Yeah. Kelly. You're amazing. And I love this interview. Thank so you. Much. 
send me a DM or email me after and I'll send you a kit. We need to be representing perfect brows in Nashville and I'm 100% coming and hanging out. Okay. When you come, I'll it's help all my places to go. When you come, um, I'll help you organize an event. Okay. Like get like some, I actually, you, I don't know like the cities or what's close to each other, but I, I I'm pretty sure there's a salon in Nashville that carries my products oh, and there's a woman I don't know what her name is, but she does Carrie Underwood's makeup that That's lives out there. That's my stylist. Her name is Melissa Schleider. Uh, Melissa, I can never say her last name, is Schleider. She owns Parlor 3. Yeah, I think that, I think so. And Blonde lady? Well, Marissa, yeah, Melissa does her hair. She's done Carrie's hair and makeup her whole career. And that's my, my salon that I go to. So we need to do it at that salon. Yeah, perfect. Done. See? We're meant to be. Yay. We're meant to totally. be. Okay. Amazing. Kelly, Love thank it. you so much. Have an awesome day. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay. You too. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.